Democrats have been wringing their hands over uh, over this assassin, uh, whatever you want to call it. But what did Democrats say when President Obama used his executive powers to strike and kill U.S. citizens in Yemen in 2011, including a 16-year-old boy? By the by, what was the name of that? Uh, the guy won an Academy Award for this movie. I'm trying to, it was a documentary. And part of the movie was about the assassination of Anwar al-Awlaki. It called something or other. I'm trying to remember to remember, remember the name. I interviewed the Jeremy Cahill is his name. I interviewed Jeremy about this. Back when I was someone on the Sirius XM Patriot channel back in the day, uh, I had interviewed him about this movie and about Obama's use of the AUMF and the WPR. Obama actually had a kill list. Remember, remember, we used to talk about this in the old station in the old country all the time. That Obama had a kill list, and he was summarily going down the list and was assassinating people. Well, if that's why the WPR was passed, or that's why the AUMF was passed, so that presidents could play like their James Bond with a license to kill, well, then I want to know, why didn't the Republicans uh, repeal it when they had Obama sitting in the White House? For the same reasons why Nazi Pelosi and company are not going to repeal it. Why? Because then they'd actually have to do their constitutional jobs. And they don't want to do them. Now, member, member, not only did Obama assassinate U.S. citizen Anwar al-Awlaki. Now, I'm not going to get into what al-Awlaki did or did not do. What he said or did not say. Uh, <clears throat> we could talk about that on another show because we just don't have the time to get into it. Uh, but Alaki's son was 16 years old. And Anwar Alaki had gone to Yemen. This is before the Saudi Arabians began their assault on the citizenry of Yemen, allegedly for the actions of the Houthi rebels. And Alaki, Anwar al-Alaki, was targeted by the Obama administration, and uh, he was assassinated, and there was lots of collateral damage. <clears throat> In other words, there were many civilians that were killed in the assassination of, Alaki, of Anwar al-Alaki. Uh, but that wasn't enough for dear leader Chairman Mulba. Obama followed that up with a drone strike on a house where uh, where Alalaki's 16-year-old son was having his birthday party. There were at least seven other teenagers under the age of 18 that were in that house at that party that were killed by that hellfire drone strike. And nobody wanted to talk about it. There it is, Richard in the chat room. Thank you. Dirty Wars, Jeremy Cahill's awesome film, Dirty Wars. Cahill profiled the killing of Alaki and his son. Back to the story. Democrat Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon Mark Udall, or Udall of Colorado, and Martin Heinrich of New Mexico said in a letter to Attorney General Eric Holder that the use of force, or the killing of, of the Alakis, quote, 
was legitimate use of the authority granted to the president, close quote. They said Obama had met the legal standard. These three senators were part of the Senate Intelli- Select Intelligence Committee. There's an oxymoron if there ever was one. They went on to describe the killing of terror leader Anwar al-Awlaki. Quote, Mr. al-Awlaki clearly made a conscious decision to join an organized fighting force that was and is engaged in planning and carrying out attacks against the United States, the senators wrote. By taking on a leadership role in this organization, involving himself in ongoing operational planning against Marika, emphasis mine, and demonstrating the capacity and intent to carry out these operations, he made himself a legitimate target for military action. Now, does the same rationale apply to Soleimani? Soleimani. Or has it, I'm just going to take a pen and write real giant at the top of this page. Yeah, I need a post it. Soleimani. I'm just thinking of my uh, daughter number two's friend, Kamani. Yes. Does the same rationale apply to Soleimani? Or has it suddenly changed, they want to know? After all, Soleimani was head of the Quds Force, recently designated a terrorist organization by the U.S. government. Now, by the by, who was it that insisted that the Quds Force, that's Q-U-D-S, that the Quds Force be listed not as Iranian special ops, which they actually are, but, but as a terrorist organization? Your time starts now. Roger, best of luck. That was Don John of Manhattan. Trump insisted that the Cuts Force was no mere, par- or there no mere military organization, but was in fact a terrorist organization. Additionally, an Injustice Department memo released in 2014 led to this report from the New Teenochtitlan Times. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube and you're going like, who the hell's the New Teenochtitlan Times? Well, since one year ago, when Governor Cuomo Quattle of New York, now New Tenochtitlan, decided to make it the new home for Aztec temple-style sacrifice of children, that is, partial birth abortions, it lost the title New York and became New Tenochtitlan. If you want to know where the old Tenochtitlan was and you're watching this on YouBoob, go watch Mel Gibson's movie Apocalypto. That pyramid where they were ripping the live beating hearts out of babies and other humans, that's Tenochtitlan. Congratulations if you live in New York. You now live in New Tenochtitlan. My advice is to get out. Intelligence officials had concluded, this according to the New Tenochtitlan Times, that al was an operational terrorist leader who had gone overseas become part of al-Qaeda or an associated force and was engaged in continual planning and direction of attacks on Americans. His capture was not feasible, the memo said. 